What is going on, everybody? It is the one and only Dark Knight. I know I haven't done a video or podcast episode with you guys in a while, so I'm happy that we get to share this beautiful Saturday evening together. Right now, it's uh, it's raining right now where I live. Um, I just got done moving to my new place. I've been busy the last month. That's why I haven't been able to uh, um, hop on here and discuss an episode that I've been wanting to do for a while, so... Hope you guys enjoy this, ep- this episode of the Dark Knight Podcast, all right? Um, so, as the title implies, we're going to discuss the aging like a deity, the seven things that um, make you age faster. Um, as you guys already know, I've gotten my genes tested on multiple occasions, right? From age um, 19 all the way to now, I'm 26 now. I had a birthday last week, so happy birthday to me. If you guys didn't wish me one, here you go. June 4th, I am 26 now, chronologically, as uh, as my results say. But yeah, you guys, um, I've been doing these tests for quite some time now, um, trying to see what works for me at least. And what I found is... Certain things do, in fact, help with your aging. Like I've always told everybody, everyone's like, how do you uh, reverse aging almost, right? Um, the idea here is you can't really reverse aging. Um, ever since I was a kid, you know, uh, I didn't have a lot of good healthful habits, as I say. You know, like healthy habits, Um because I grew up in the early 2000s. I was born in 97. So I grew up almost before the time of phones, before the age of 11 with iPhone and all that stuff. And so um, I feel like my vitamin N, my nature um, vitamin was pretty good. You know, getting outside and playing and doing all these crazy things as a kid, right? Fishing, camping, um, hunting, playing basketball, um, interacting with my tribe, everyone around me, um, un- subconsciously really. And I think that really scaled the productivity of um, my interaction styles today. Um, I, I have no one to thank but my dad and my stepdad for that. Um, I grew up in a very good family with discipline. So all that kind of came into play for all my um, intangible mindset skills that um, I try to bring to everybody else. If they didn't have a good um, father figure growing up, as I say, make men great again, that type of logo that uh, I try to uh, pursue on a lot of people. But as I got older, you know, as your brain develops when you're a kid, you start to wonder about things, right? There's like three ways of things. People make things happen, people watch things happen, and people wonder what happens. As you get older, your brain develops, doesn't develop till age 25 fully. So as I sit here, my brain is fully developed, hopefully. Hopefully all the drinking from three years ago from the Navy doesn't uh, mess me up, but I'm a lot better, way more. Um, let's just say disciplined and temperate at, at least for um, not delving into my dopamine system. But as I got older... I began to see the type of foods I ate, you know, um, when I was like in elementary school, I used to eat like Cheetos, McDonald's, all this stuff. And what really sucks is thank God I had a, um, a decent genetic makeup, right? My genotype is okay. Um, 
some events kind of alter some things like me falling off a swing doing a double backflip fucking up my neck when i was nine years old or getting my tooth knocked out from a hockey stick at age 13 um getting as you know like with the root canals with heavy metals and all this stuff and if it's masturbation getting introduced to porn at age i think it was 12 13 right uh, and what really sucks is kids are actually getting um, shown this earlier, like age 7, age 8, because of the accessibility of smartphones and the internet. So, But as I got older, I began to wonder, why, why do I eat all these gross things, right? It didn't come to me until I was about age 15 that after I ate like six big chocolate bars, I think it was like three Musketeers, um, Hershey Bar, um, what was, what's the other ones? Kit Kats. I was camping actually in t- 2012. I had a bad tooth pain, and it looks like I ate too much sugar, and I began to develop a big, almost um, a big hole. I want to say hole, but it irritated the spot that I got my tooth knocked out. I think that was the big um, moment in my life. I was like, hey, I need to change some stuff. And that's when I got into P90X, um, then P90X3 at age 16, age 17, and then the rest is history, as you already know. Um, and the more tests that I've done over the years have really skyrocketed um, my performance and athletic in my athletic career, uh, my longevity, my overall wellness, my emotional health, all that stuff. And I'm able to put more effort into things and um, not know what my threshold is. You know, what? how much can I do in a single day? So the things that I've done, it's pretty remarkable. Um chronologically i'm 26 right but biologically i'm 20 (laughs) because that was this year about two three months ago when i tested myself um but back in 2021 i was age 24 and it says i was age 22 so i guess i'm really doing a great job at aging slower instead of reversing the aging because you can't reverse aging you only can slow it down most people get this wrong they're like oh i can reverse this it's like no the reason why i just told you that little story about me from growing up is it goes like this you can't undo 20 years of torture in 20 days i've always had this quote in the back of my mind throughout my health journey because it's so valuable to stay humble in this aspect that you know like your metabolism your metabolism literally is the maintenance system that allows you to absorb and assimilate nutrients throughout the body and build equilibrium throughout all systems that's what the metabolism is and the more I understood this, it made sense. You know, if you can maintain your weight at age, at, um, so say I'm like 175. The last three, three and a half years, I've been able to go down and up, but I've always been able to maintain between 170 and 175. I have bulked. I have gone to 182. Um, I'm at 177 right now, which is great. Um, but my metabolism is very balanced in those ranges of 170 to 175. I think this is a good framework to have that you guys build good habits in these in 18 months at which we can, okay? So let's get into the video. Let's get more in depth with this. What are the um, 
the seven things that make you age, that allow you to age faster, less efficiently, and all that stuff, okay? Like number one, this first one is obvious. It's shrinking tissues. Shrinking tissues. When you're young and you have all these types of stem cells in your body, you're capable capable of healing very fast. It's just the way humans are. Um, Our thymus ain't fully developed yet. Um, But as we get older, these stem cells don't spring into action as fast or efficient as they can. And it's difficult for them to replace the dead and ugly so you can perform better. Um, And that's a sad realization of tissues that shrink you know stem cells don't become as efficient hgh in your body begins to decrease i believe at age 28 supposed to go down a little bit um nad levels if i'm not mistaken if i had the numbers here um every 20 i think it's seven years that your nad levels half span themselves or i think no it's 20 it's 20 every like 10 to 20 years like depending how your lifestyle is it halves itself right your nad levels pretty crazy numbers okay pretty crazy fucking numbers now if you think about it even you have all these protein reserves you have all these um different things that make up you genetically so how do you do this stuff like do you do this you do that for your tissues well this is going to be like a separate video on the things that you can do to help prevent aging. I'm going to kind of just want to go into the things that kind of halt your aging. But on the next episode, we'll kind of go into the things that help with aging. I had a good list of things, but I don't think I can describe them to you guys all in just single video, okay? It's good to know the bad and then get to the good and um, clean out your attic as you will, okay? Sorry, guys. I still have some allergies going on as usual, but... I'm working with it. Got to do what I got to do, right? So what's the second one, you guys? It's mitochondrial mutations. Okay. Now, these are these purple bacterium. I think you guys have heard of this in my previous videos um, that literally are inside each of your cells. There's di- different amount of mitochondria throughout different cells, like heart cells, retinal cells, um, t-cells everything so it's a good thing to remember that mitochondrial dna is separate from the human genome okay and billions of years ago mitochondria have um, evolved themselves into our cells so we could be efficient beasts and be these human beings the most dominant species on the planet okay now the mitochondria develop adp which is the energy system right um and the mitochondrial DNA is very separate from your human DNA, and it's a lot more precious. It's a lot more um, difficult to maintain just because it's separate. So you kind of have this idea. You have this DNA and you have this DNA. So you got to build them individually, but they all come together in unisons, okay? Um but yeah, it's kind of a cool picture, right? If you think of like a house, your mitochondrial DNA is kind of like the heating, lighting system that conditions the building and the house is kind of like the framework. So it kind of makes everything pretty, the yin and the yang. But um, and different lifestyle habits contribute to different epigenetic mechanisms in the mitochondria. You know, it helps with cell division, um, 
physiological homeostasis, pathologies, cell fate, that kind of thing. So, and it helps contribute to the four killers. If you don't know what the four killers are, um, it's like this. So, a lot of uh, like Peter Atea talks about this, like the four-headed um, killer dragon, right? So you have diabetes you have cancer, you have heart disease, and you have Alzheimer's. These are like the four things that kind of are killing people at the fastest rate, at least in America, okay? There's like a 40% chance of dying of cancer, so two out of, uh, what's the number? Two out of five people will die of cancer, which is kind of crazy. Um, 25% at risk of developing diabetes, 10% for Alzheimer's, 23% risk of dying of heart disease. So diabetes and heart disease are pretty up there, but cancer is the biggie. So it's worth noting that we um, protect ourselves from these four things as much as possible so we can live, have a good health span, really. It's not about the short game, but it's more about the long game, how prevention is the best medicine, which I've always preached. We usually get the things before it's too late, and that's when... You're already in stage three, stage four cancer, and you will give all your wealth just to stay alive. Even with billionaires, it doesn't matter. Um, the goal here is to do self-regulated tests that you can calculate and keep track of that so you can manage your health better than anybody for yourself. Okay. It's very important that we uh, keep keep this in mind because a lot of people think, oh, I could eat Cheetos now when I'm 26. Like, come on, you're not five years old no more. Let's let's be a little bit more um, proactive about this, right? So what's the third pillar? It's uh, cellular stiffness. Um, you see, your cells um, have this matrix that keeps them together, really. It's like the elasticity that keeps the tissues together. And it's important because... This is literally how your body keeps its structure and all this stuff. You know, when you when you become stiff, especially in your um, cardiovascular system, what happens? Usually calcium or plaque, not calcium, just like plaque develops in your arteries. And you could have embolisms. You could have um, amyloid upregulation, that type of stuff from all this bad cholesterol that they talk about. I'm not going to get into the cholesterol because that's a big heated subject. We'll get into that in another video on the longevity part of what you can do. Okay. You see um, the matrix being stiff because of those different types of plaques. So, um, so how does that happen really? So when sugar is in your blood, too much of it uh, circulates in your system, it binds to proteins now, depending on what type of mechanism is onset, like gluconeogenesis, or um, you have too much um, sulfur or uric acid in your blood, that type of stuff, um, proteins are iffy, right? And so this is called um, advanced glycation end products, or AGES, ages I call them. It's kind of easy to remember that way. Um, but this is when sugar is bind to protein molecules, and this is known as glyc glycation. Glycation, like I said, accelerates the aging process and builds a bunch of oxidative, re reactive, uh, reactive species in your body. Um, and this happens a lot. I always tell people, you know, for like sugar intake, it's good to only take about less than 20 grams of sugar p per day. Um, one day a week, I try to not eat any sugar. It's usually on Sunday. 
Um, I try to just drink like one day of with coffee and stay away from stimulants, all that stuff. So just like one day a week, I'll drink coffee. I did that today, so that's easy. And then one day I'll, I'll fast without no sugar. So obviously tomorrow I'll be fasting without no sugar and go from there with that. Um, and the other six days go less than 20 grams a day. It's very helpful and it helps with a lot of things. Um, yeah, it's a good little, sorry about that. I just had a brain fart. So there's this thing called glucosapine in um, advanced glycation end products, and it's a contributor to vascular dysfunction, honestly. So it's a product of ages, and it really prevent like adds havoc to your circulatory system. Um, usually people eat a lot of sugar. It kind of pushes this into um, regulation and builds like these brownish um, ages in your system. Um but yeah, you kind of want to stay away from that just because it could be harmful and accelerate your aging. So um, it's usually in diabetic cases, really. Um, but it could definitely happen in pre-diabetic and non-diabetic cases as well for those people that, you know, um, think they don't have diabetes or have the gene for it. So it's always good to kind of prevent anything before it actually gets to the point where it's going to initiate or start or accelerate its its own system so yeah it's funny because when i was like i told you guys when i was 15 when i was camping i ate like five six candy bars in a single setting just because it's so good right like with the whole dopamine hit and uh man that i knew like that was a big turning point for me thank god i don't have like the diabetes gene just because my Fam, like hereditary, we have a pretty good um, DNA um, for our Portuguese, Spanish, and German heritage, as well as Irish. So, yeah, I'm pretty pretty lucky in that aspect. But I know other people have bad genes in terms of like developing obesity early on because their parents are obese or any type of thing, you know. So, what's number four, you guys? It's senescent cells. So these are called like zombie cells. Um, basically, um, these are the cells that just lurk around and don't, um, go away when they're supposed to. Um, you know, this is the, one of the biggest subjects in anti-aging research. Um, and it helps to get more involved with this. I watched a video or listened to a podcast with, um, Ben Greenfield on senescent cells with the creator of Neurohackers. I think it was uh, Synolytic, Synolytic uh, supplement that I did that kills off these zombie cells, and you do it like once a month. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's good to note that you could get rid of these zombie cells by multiple things. Like we'll discuss this in the uh, longevity video. Um, now the things you can do, I'm only going to give you guys a list of like maybe five to eight things they could start doing just to help with each of these subjects, each of these seven subjects. Um, they all kind of go hand in hand, but you know, like autophagy, which is recycling all these out of your lysosomes. So you fasting, that type of stuff and not just fasting, but other things you can do. So you don't have to um, fast if you don't want to get into that starvation mode, mode or you could just mimic it really mimic the the whole fasting right 
Yeah, but Sina SSLs are a big deal right now. That's probably why it's one of the biggest uh, key points in anti-aging, or I want to say slow aging um, research. Um, but as you know, like so, Sina cells as they accumulate over time, um, they contribute to the four-headed um, horseman. Those four things I told you about. If you have too many zombie cells in your tissues. Shrinks your tissue, stem cells don't come in, your immune response don't um, is not as efficient. You know your insulin kind of drops and is not getting used properly, become resistant to that, and you could develop type two diabetes. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a bitch if you don't clean out these cells really because I see a lot of bodybuilders do this stuff. You guys, um, it, it's crazy to me, like. Gain all this model, model, uh, muscle as a bodybuilder, and then you, as you get older, you just have like this blob that's useless, and it's un, you can't maintain it no more. So it just becomes fat, and your ligaments and tendons in your body, you know, like the things that keep your bone structures together and your muscle to bone, um, kind of just get weaker. They don't develop the the strength and integrity they used to, and just like Gary Coleman and not Gary Coleman. Um, What's that one guy called? I forgot. But he has to like have like a walk around all this. I, I don't know his name. Um, but senescent cells are, like I said, with the immune system, um, they mess up with your immune system. Um, they inhibit the ability to, to fight off new infections and injuries. So as you get older, you kind of have more senescent cells because you're moving your way to the grave, obviously. Um, but you want to have the best immune system as you get older. It's one of the, I'll talk about this more in the next episode, but it's one of the biggest things you got to do um, for a good biomarker of aging is having a good immune system. Obviously, like with zombie cells, we'll talk about this, different medications, um, nootropics I've talked about for <laughs> that I've listened to, like the mTOR downregulating that helps with it with autophagy, but... It's worth noting that you just have this idea that you do have uh, lagging cells in your body that you need to recycle. Like I said, you have this um, these dead zombie cells that need to be recycled by the lysosomes in your cells so they could either be used for energy. You know, it's kind of like taking out the trash, right? Um, what happens when you don't take out the trash and you just have bags build up in your house? It kind of just builds up and it's... It's a use. It's useless space, but it's still there, still in the way. But what lysosomes do, they come in and eat that trash away, and use it as energy to recycle it or get rid of it altogether. So it's kind of a cool little um, energy exchange. Really cool. Um, but yeah, you guys, that's number four. We'll get into number five. So um, intracellular junk. Now, I've talked about this with the lysosomes, um, but you have intracellular junk and those waste products. It's kind of like, almost like the same, like with senescence uh, cells, but this is number, yeah, yeah, this is number uh, number five, okay? Intracellular junk, your lysosomes come in and get rid of unwanted material, okay? Um, depending on what kind of waste products are in there, you're going to use different enzymes and they're going to get initiated to do the job. 
Okay, um, but let's talk about extracellular junk. Now this one, um, it's almost the same thing as, as the name implies, but um, a little bit different. See, as your age, um, your extracellular, these waste products build up on the outsides of your cells. I don't know if you guys have heard of amyloids. It's basically like these misshapen proteins that are built up on the outside of our cells. They're like plaques, basically. And people think plaques just develop on the cardiovascular system. Yeah, it's throughout the body, right? Um, and it helps. And if, as they accumulate, they stick together, causing aging. It's almost called, I call it gumming, really. Now, you might be asking how do these things even stick together, right? Um, there's a lot of skepticism on how these things do. Um, but... It could be due to autoimmunity. Um, at least 30% of people have some form of autoimmune disease and they don't even know it. Um, I've tested myself multiple times. I don't get sick usually. Um, I've <laughs> I've seen myself go from, like when I was a kid, I used to get sick a lot. You know, I had asthma. But as I got older and as soon as I turned 18 and all this, I got healthier and healthier. And I don't get sick. Like, I work in a hospital and... I, all these people that have like vaccinations and all that, I don't get why they get sick and I don't. You know, I know the real reason, but I'm not going to talk about this on this episode because I don't need no one coming after me or anything like that. I'm just here to spread knowledge and letting people use the information I share at their own discretion and take it with a grain of salt, really. So I'm not trying to uh, get in trouble or anything, but you guys have the idea. All right, but um, some things like, like I said, autoimmunity, inflammation markers or food sensitivities, emotional stress can lead to amyloid buildup, um, can cause ages as well, advanced glycation end products. But, you know, I want to talk about this, but I want to do it on the next video, but fasting is so great because it helps with intracellular and extracellular junk. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys about that, what you guys can do, that type of thing, you know, but yeah, especially if you're um, obese, fasting is a fucking fantastic protocol, Um, there's a thousand different fasts out there, Um, I I try to stick to like just the basic people like Peter Atea, um, Dave Asprey, Ben Greenfield, my original mentors, um, just on all this knowledge and information because I don't like trying to bombard myself with all these great thinkers and go from there because they're already doing the research on everybody else. So it's kind of like making my um, time management more efficient by just listening to them and um, kind of discarding everybody else. Not to discredit anybody else, right? But with amyloids, um, heavy metals can destroy this as well big thing if you don't sweat out this shit could you know like mercury arsenic um uranium cadmium all this stuff especially mercury it's like in fish so kind of want to get rid of all that shit as much as you can fasting and uh sauna use sweating best fucking shit you could do man best shit and uh what's number seven you guys this is the last one but it's uh telomere shortening um 
So what are telomeres? If you don't know what a telomere is, it's literally the end caps of each chromosome. And depending how fast these like grow and see, this is where I say you only can slow down aging as best as you can in this moment. Try to heal current tissues and just slow it down. You can't Benjamin Button this shit. But but telomeres serve a multiple amount of functions, right? Like like I said, they're the end caps that protect your chromosomes from fraying and aging. Um, mainly from an enzyme called telomerase. It's used to maintain your telomeres and these end caps. And if we can maintain those and keep them healthy, that enzyme, then... <laughs> you're able to slow things down and maintain a good balance. Um, especially if you're recovering from an injury, that type of stuff. As you age, everything slows down um, and doesn't give a good oomph of healing, right? But the cell, that's what the cell does. It either stops growing or it submits to apoptosis, which is cellular death, programmed cell death. And this is known as Hayflick limit. But like I said, guys, uh, cro- like, like with me, with my chronological age and my biological age, they're very different. It's almost at like a 25% swing. I told people about this, and they're like, fuck, how do you do that? Like, how do you, like, cut your years off by like 20 to 25%? It just takes a little bit of knowledge and repetition over time. And you can see a big difference. I know my performance has gone up. I had it, like I said, I had an injury with a, um, with a hernia, and honestly, I don't feel like I never had it in a weird way. I just babied it for like the month time frame that I had, and I feel really good about it. I don't feel as if I have. I have scars, obviously, but um, for my body, I just feel very good. I can't be more blessed um, to be able to share this with you guys and continue to to go crazy, right? But. Like I said, um, let's get back. So for um, the telomere shortening, stress contributes to that. Stress is like a big one, especially if um, you have like a tough job, you don't get enough sleep, you have kids running around, all that stuff. It's good to take time for you and have a set schedule. Um, I try to get eight hours of sleep at night. If I get seven, I'll be okay. If I only get six, I'm not as optimal. Like my body likes 10 hours and... But if I could get like eight, I'll be okay. I'll be pretty good. But seven is like the minimum, the bare minimum. But yeah, if you can handle your stress, it's, it's very good. And it depends if um, <laughs> um, hold on real quick. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So on the next video, I want to get more into talking about the things that help with aging. Like I said, we're gonna talk about all types of cool stuff how to slay that four uh four-headed horseman alzheimer's diabetes cancer heart disease all that stuff because it's a big pandemic not just in the u.s although the u.s is pretty bad uh, but throughout the world um but yeah you guys that's basically about it for the seven pillars make sure you guys kind of notate this hopefully you took notes on the seven issues that we need to fix and we'll just go from there. Um, 
But let, leave a comment in the video below if you guys like this video, this episode, that kind of thing. Give me some feedback. I'm always open to new feedback. But we got more videos coming up. It's summertime. It's time to get in the sun, ground, earth, get cold, sweat, exercise, all that good stuff. And get rid of all those bad habits. If you have any, I know I have just a couple. Everyone has a bad habit they try to get rid of. But go along with the flow and you do your best you can. For, do your best, forget the rest. Tony used to say so that's all I got guys if you guys have any questions feel free to reach out to me at um, dark knight uh, dk fitness system if you guys have my instagram that type of stuff and help you out a little bit as best as I can okay we don't just do uh, fitness here in calisthenics we do um, we're hybrid right we learn about longevity biohacking movement weightlifting and becoming a fucking superhuman that's what we're all about so let me know Alright guys, have a blessed weekend and I'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Peace.